Central 20, number 70. We've been gone for a few, so this is a good time to get back. Got a little Triple X, Mandarin Cookies. Um, it's good to be back doing this. A lot has happened in the past mm -hmm. three weeks. Yeah. A lot to talk about. Mm -hmm. yeah. Where to begin? <laughs> <laughs> we'll begin with smoking this nice fat hemp joint that doesn't get you high. It's only CBD. <laughs> so if you see us change throughout this, it's more of a placebo effect. It's for anxiety. <laughs> right. It's anxiety medication. Stage fright. I don't know what that is. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> Have you had stage fright? I don't like using the word fright necessarily, but yeah, just like... I, you know, I think there's different levels of it. Tension? It's for sure. There's always a little bit of a gut feeling. Like how does that going. affect your vocal cords if you're singing? Because I feel like it would affect them pretty I, hard. I think early on I learned how to channel it into the performance. I learned how to turn that angst and anxiety into like actual fuel for the performance. The first couple, like maybe the first year and a half, it was overwhelming to where I would go out of key just because I was overwhelmed looking out at the crowd of like, <laughs> why, I'm, why are there 2,000 people in front of me and I've only been doing this for eight months, you know? Yeah, getting um, in your head. Yeah. I got to say, it seems to me like in that regard, like at least your genre of music would be one of the more friendlier like places to, to start. You know what I'm saying? Like the reggae crowd seems like there, it, it seems to me, I don't know much about music, but there's like a fair amount of room for error because it seems like you guys can catch up. You know, I've listened to some little tracks um, that different people have done and, um, you know, the the reggae um, shows that I went to, it it seemed a lot more like um, festive. It, you know what I'm saying? So the expectation, I think, is more, um, uh, you, you know, genuine versus like something that's got to be like super technical on, you know, I don't know if that's true, but I'm just saying it, it, it seems like it's a lot friendlier environment to get started. Yeah, you know, I, I would argue the opposite because uh, because reggae is so simple and, and it really is like just relying on good rhythm. Like with metal, with speed metal specifically or like death metal, when they're doing blast beats and stuff like that, it it's so messy anyway. Like it's very technical, but it sounds messy sometimes. You can hide it. That it it'll hide. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Like if you if you get a little bit off the beat, it's like as long as the drummer can catch the mm -hmm. next beat, he can pull everybody back on track pretty easy. But with reggae, it's like if you start getting a few fractions off the beat, it's really pronounced. Uh -huh. Like it's it's way easier to hear. I, I guess where where I was thinking is more in the the actual crowd mm. of being like an environment that would be more yeah. accepting. Uh, yeah, like more like this is sense. kind yeah. of part of the flow of it. You know what I'm saying? It's kind of like yeah. a Grateful Dead show, right? You know, you listen to some of those old Grateful Dead lives and there's some parts where it's like, Jesus, that sounded awful. <laughs> and, it, you know, if you go back and you listen right. to it, you know, like a live, like, you know, whatever. Yeah. But then when you're there, it right. Well, they it also doesn't. would play 
different songs they've never even played before. Mm-hmm. You know, they would have so many different songs. <sighs> That, that was part of what they did, is they would be like, oh, let's try this song today. Oh, you know, let's do this old, you know, bluegrass song. We'll right. play this today. I just learned it earlier, you know, <laughs> yeah, at right. lunch. I was like, I right. had the tape. I heard and, this and today. They, right, could, yeah. they could mess it up and do, whatever, yeah. and the, the crowd just seemed to like, you, you know, I'm saying messing it up from a, maybe if you're looking at it from a technical perspective, it's messed I, up. I would bet. But the I would, crowd is. I would bet it. every crowd has a certain thing for a certain genre, every kind of crowd has a thing that they won't tolerate. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know if I could, like, describe what that is. You know, maybe, like, in hip-hop, like, dropping the beat, intolerable. You know what I mean? Or, like, the vocalist, something the vocalist would Mm. do, they're like, they would, like, boo. What What? makes someone boo? You know what I mean? Yeah, the the DJ DJ skips the record record on a hip-hop song. They're not coming back. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. (laughs) Things like that. I don't know what it would do at a at a reggae show. What would like do that? But. That's what I'm saying. It seems like the, the crowd would be. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Yeah. There you yeah. go. I've watched it happen uh-huh. where the crowd well, turns real quick. Yeah, but Bob Marley was pretty political. I mean, wasn't his whole yeah. start real, kind of political? real reggae heads yeah. understand that and know that that's actually like a big basis of the genre. Uh-huh. But you mm-hmm. got like these SoCal heads and fucking mm-hmm. you know just people that generally get into like stick figure or slightly stupid or yeah. one of the, like some of these American bands and they have no idea about the history of the music uh-huh. so to them it's all just peace and love and let's all get along yeah. and the real roots reggae heads understand that it was about change and fighting against oppressive mm-hmm. government and, and also gangster shit and and most yeah. of them and still rastas if they were in america would be most of them voting republican they still mm-hmm. believe in really? conservative yeah, values yeah, yeah. they they're, don't they're want religious. women women aren't allowed to yeah, wear they denim of, they yeah. most of them carry guns and they believe in the right to carry arms and uh yeah, yeah. and yeah. most of the yeah. people here have no clue that they're they're so disconnected from that that they're like worshiping a lot of these reggae musicians and don't realize that they would vote opposite of one another and they yeah. probably wouldn't support these guys if they understood that but mm-hmm. they'll get their blinders up and just mm-hmm. yeah. yeah yeah that's interesting <laughs> yeah. get the blind it's but funny. I mean, not everybody listens to music and pays attention to everything that's being said. Some people, sometimes, I would assume. Say most don't. Listen. Yeah, they just like to listen to the rhythm. and. That's you know, baby, is that why so much, and I don't know if this is a true opinion, but I'll say it, that so much like new music, the words don't matter? You know what I mean? Like, like mumble, mumble rap, rap totally. That's the exact that. example yeah. uh, of just like... You know, you know, and that's all it is. And but somehow it's super catchy, and it's kind of dope. <laughs> and I'll listen to some of that shit. But um, there's like no, yeah, the words don't matter, you know. But if that's why, like, we had two guys in the army um, who they would do that old school like beatbox. You know what I'm saying? Where they'd make all the sounds. Like one guy would like do this crazy thing with his throat and, uh, you know, like tapping on his throat. And they'd make these cool, like. Is there a new school beatbox? Really? I don't know. I, I, I mean, like there is. There's there competitions. I've watched the competitions. That was my what, first what exposure it? to it. What, what are the differences? They do like, they do like dubstep and oh, like okay. trap yeah. music. Yeah, they're just like. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah. 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 And they'll do all kinds of sounds <laughs> and they can do two sounds there at once. There was a time where I tried know? learning how to beatbox. Uh-huh. <laughs> I can crab scratch. Okay. So, I'm not going to. <laughs> what is what is crab scratch? I don't know. 
Can you explain it without making it scratching like, the uh -huh. disc? Yeah. Oh, okay. Like, fresh. Right? But you can do that beatboxing. <laughs> oh, nice. It's That's pretty good. <laughs> That's pretty close. That's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm probably good. I used to try all kinds of things. I even tried screamo yeah, lear learning. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, I'm good. Nice. So, yeah, beatbox, man. That was kind of, that was like old I like school. it when people beatbox. It's fun yeah. to listen to them if they get really into it. Mm, if they're good at cool. it. Yeah, especially back in the day. Who is? Yeah. One of the best beatboxers ever. What is the name? Only new. Oh, yeah, those who can sing <laughs> and yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, make melody and yeah. beatbox at the same time. Yeah, he's got, he could have like the bass line going, the beat going, and sing lyrics all at the same time. Lyrics? Yeah. Like mm -hmm. actual words? Yeah, yeah like he's rapping. Yeah. And, yeah. What is his name? Look again? up If Your Mother Only Knew by Rosal. Rosal. Yeah. And so, like, without stopping one? Right. Like he could keep a sound going he and just then keeps it it's, all it's tricky because he's like he's sliding the lyrics in between yeah. the bass lines well like the beat and the bass line are going simultaneously mm -hmm. and then he's somehow slipping the lyrics just through timing in between the bass where then line it reconnects lyrics. as soon as yeah. like the lyric is well, that takes a lot of yeah, spoken it's, it's like back yeah, to it's the, like unbroken it, yeah. you're just like hearing the yeah, bass line continue yeah. while he's singing and, right. yeah he was like kind of in the roots was he you know, I don't know if he was like peripherally in the roots or in the roots. I don't know. That band, the roots. I don't know that. Uh, Questlove. Oh yeah, Questlove. Questlove yeah, yeah. yeah get it mixed up. <laughs> yeah, these yeah. kids were legit, man. One was we mm. called him um, Frankenberry. Do you guys remember that cereal? Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Cereal. Yeah. Ate a lot of Frankenberry. Frankenberry. Girl, What's yeah. Frankenberry? It was like was it Captain off. Crunch? It, well, it, it was, was like, like they had. Um, that count chocula right okay. and then frankenberry and booberry Boo yeah. Right. yeah so they were like all <laughs> little monsters but he had yeah. this like frankenstein head yeah. kind of thing right um oh the guy did yeah yeah would so, one guy like rap yeah. and the other guy beatbox or are they both they would that? both oh, okay. you know kind of interchange one guy was more of the beatbox guy the other mm -hmm. guy was more of the rapper but okay yeah they were pretty good at mm -hmm. interchanging they did like a show for everybody because mm -hmm. um, they got busted beatboxing, <laughs> you know, like drill sergeants fucking with them. And then, yeah. you know, it was actually pretty cool. So mm. they kind of got known for that. We got, we had another guy cause they did this like talent show at the end of, you know, the, your training cycle. I don't know if they still do it, but one guy was this impressionist that, I mean, was fucking spot on. Mm. And he, uh, like, was you know making fun of a lot of the drill sergeants so he was impersonating them and nice. you know they yeah, yeah, yeah. they pretended to give him amnesty and then afterwards fucking smoked <laughs> was yeah. he good at it at least oh he was great uh -huh. i mean like yeah, yeah. mannerisms he could yeah. pick up like just postures and you know wow. it's crazy that people can do that yeah it's a weird type of intelligence you know what i mean oh yeah that people mimicking. like can pick that stuff up yeah mimicking yeah and and it's weird how you'll see them like I saw a thing with Bill Bill Hader. Um, yeah. He's great, right? And he does Tom Cruise really well. And he's telling a story. And someone did like a deep fake of him doing it. Like, wow. So when he would like drift into Tom Cruise, they would put Tom Cruise's face on him. Right. You know what I mean? But it's almost like the same thing is happening. When someone does that impression, somehow for a second, like if you're like 
you're squinting your eyes, you like see that person. You know what I mean? Had, oh, yeah. Really I think good you for, I think you know for sure saying? do because yeah. they can mm-hmm. match like yeah. just their their quirkiness and yeah. mannerisms and right. just, you know, like the simple way they're going to approach something, just mm-hmm. physically walk over to it. You know, yeah, even walks and moves match and, all and of that. facial expressions, uh-huh. the tone of voice. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Because I think the facial expression in a lot of degree is going to match. You, mm. you know what I'm saying? Like the voice? Like yeah, you know what together. I'm saying? Yeah, it all, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. There, there's a reason why right. you say it the way you say it. And, you know, the wrinkles on the side of your face, you know, when you're yeah. saying something, right. and the squint in your, you know, in your eyes and, yeah. you know, all of that. Yeah. I think it, you know, it'd be hard to be like, and maybe people can do it, but like, let's say straight, normal face sitting like this. And then imitate imitate that yeah like mm-hmm. Robin Williams or mm-hmm. you know just imitate somebody that's got any character besides you know you could probably do Stephen Wright and uh, who would be who is the other um, really funny like dry dry comedian mm-hmm. he just mm-hmm. passed Norm Macdonald Norm Macdonald yeah, okay you know you could probably do it just sitting here like this. right it's not the expression that does it with him yeah maybe yeah, <laughs> yeah it's uh-huh. the, right. it, well it kind of is but it's not like a Right. You know, it part. seems like if you're part. a good expressionist, right. you could. Yeah. And Norm did have a little bit of like the, uh, the right. thing going on. Here. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, there you go. See, already. It's even that something that subtle will do it, too. Yeah. Uh-huh. It's interesting how like some people can pick, they can just remember all of that information immediately. You know what I mean? Like sometimes, I, you know, I can, I'm not good at accents, but I can kind of do an Australian accent, but sometimes I can't get it. Yeah, I mean, so then I'm like, then I have to use certain words and certain phrases, and then that gets me into it or whatever. Yeah. You know and what you mean? gotta like kind of be it, you know? Right, you right, yeah, yeah. yeah. Kinda, but it's cool how awesome some some people so can just good. like immediately uh, conjure up that thing, right. all that information, boom, and then just like be that thing. Right. Yeah, it's dope. It's some kind of intelligence, you know. It's like picking up a song. Like it's like hearing a song. What's the mood of this thing? You know, can you bring it up? How fast can you bring that song up or whatever? And then, you know what I mean? It's, it's a similar... Find the, the key. That too. And the feel, the tempo. Yeah, the mood of you know it. I mean? just All that like, stuff. Yeah, if you're going to yeah, sing yeah, a heavy right, song, you know, yeah. you got to kind of be yeah, yeah, yeah. forward and, exactly, you know, right. kind of tight mm-hmm. muscled. And you, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, right? Mm-hmm. If it's a power, you mm-hmm. know, yeah. part, you can't be like... Right. I mean, are there... Takes a little more like some of those Green sure. Day looking motherfuckers that <laughs> sing like, you know, uh-huh. heavy. I mean, because even Rage, when you look at how they're standing and how they're uh, how much they stand is it, how much they sound like they yeah, stand. Yeah, and how they yeah, yeah, how yeah. they stand, uh-huh. it's almost like That's aggressive in your face kind of. Yeah, 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 you for know. sure. Uh-huh. Uh, people like deep funk. You know what I mean? They move with that, right? You know what I'm saying? Like. I don't know, like who to who to name, but you know, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. They move. That's pretty interesting. That they, yeah. it's a whole package. How they move, how they sound, um, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's interesting that you could um, uh, somehow, uh, you know, if, if you're good at impressions or if you're mm-hmm. good at re- you know retaining all that stuff of a song or whatever, how you can just like conjure that up in your head. Like you can't even describe all that stuff. You, you could not write down what all that information is, you know? Oh, what makes like, that Have that impression just be like, in. oh, what is, what are you doing for Jack Nicholson? And then you're like, you know, waiting for them to say, <laughs> you know what I mean? That you couldn't yeah. say it or whatever. I heard this guy recently, he was, there was like a study of 
um, they had a, you would just invent a grammar. So you would say, after every consonant, there has to be two vowels. And then you would generate strings of words with that rule, with that one rule. And they would be random rules, as random as they could be. And then, so then they would have like a set of like words or like groups of letters with this rule and then a set of groups of letters with this rule. And then they have a few different sets. And then they have, then they show that set to a person and they show them a string of these fake words or whatever. And then they show them another word and they say, does this one belong? And they, people can tell just by looking at a thing that they have no idea what the rule is. Mm -hmm. They can be like, this one fits, this one doesn't fit. Oh, no shit, huh? But then Patterns. once, yeah, you can see the pattern. Um, without, it's not conscious. But And then as soon as you say, describe the rules of this pattern, they can't. Mm -hmm. And then they can't even tell which one fits. I forget how that yeah, part works. Yeah, they just works. know yeah. it connects, but... Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Or like they, they can recognize it or see it. Yeah, they can see it when it's unconscious but somehow they would do it they would redo the test and then they would have people think it through and then they couldn't see the difference they couldn't see which one fits when they were using the conscious part so there's this part the uh, rational they, yeah the other comes into play right yeah and then you can't yeah mm -hmm. recreate that yeah. moment because here's the thing i think with that is that you know when we try to rationalize our way around everything we miss these other senses that exactly. we might have and it might exactly. not be other senses it might be just the connection of all the senses exactly. at one That's time exactly operating totally. you, you know yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's that next mm -hmm. level and once we bring attention to it yeah then it almost sounds ridiculous right, right. Oh, really and you so could see how of, i felt a lot of psychic you know? stuff is mm -hmm. probably that it's like uh really deep pattern recognition and you have no idea you're doing it right um uh, another example was like this dude, Rupert Sheldrake, did some experiments on people that know when you're staring at them or whatever. You heard of those? Um, he thought that, that people could tell when they're being stared at. The sense of being stared at or whatever. I felt that uh, right. the weekend. So. And, and totally. And then he even claimed that he did some studies where people would be up in a window and there would be people walking and they would stare. And then they would look up at that window. So they could even tell like direction or whatever. This, yeah. this is the claim. So they did st tests and supposedly it was like above chance so that people were actually doing it but then they re so but in that test what they did was they gave the person feedback and so they would have i don't remember the example but maybe someone's behind like a, a double mirror or something and they stare at them and then they say someone's staring at you and if they weren't staring at them they would give them feedback they say at that time they weren't staring at you and then they do it again and then they would, they would guess and they'd be like oh that time they were and so you, they would get feedback right mm -hmm. And in that study, they could detect um, if someone was staring at them or not. But when they didn't give feedback, it was worse than chance or whatever, or it was chance. So they couldn't detect it. So the idea was that it was the feedback that they were detecting. It wasn't someone staring at them. They were like learning to read some sort of pattern in the room or whatever it was. And that's what would signal to them which way. And then they were training themselves with that feedback to like, I don't know what it was. But like, off of the, you know, moderator or whatever something that guy like that. would have been. Yeah, so the guy who's in the room giving or, the yeah, feedback. There's a lot of signals that I don't know what they maybe were. maybe reading yeah. exactly. him and saying, okay, exactly. well, yeah, yeah, yeah. he's right. presenting it this way. This is right. X. Right? Yeah, the combination of all the something like that know. and maybe there even are some other signals that you could get more and more to like some psychic type stuff I don't know but the idea was that um, 
it's that pattern recognition part of the brain that's like so good at what it does. And in so many ways, when you know someone's up to some shit, you know what I mean? Isn't that weird how like, you know, like you just know and then yeah. it comes out later and you're like, how the fuck did I know that? Or, you know, you know what I'm saying? Like you can just pick it up on people. See, this is what I right? think, you know, how everybody in um, like the martial arts world, I'm sure you guys have seen those like martial arts fakes and, you know, mm. these guys who are charlatans pretending to do this crazy shit. Yeah. But I do believe that the study of combat, right? Because when you look at what we're talking about, that sense is, you know, or tapping into all the senses, whatever we mm. want to call it. If mm. it's a new mm -hmm. sense mm -hmm. or combination of everything at once. Um, but that would be critical in combat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, like that's probably of those... one of the most prevalent places. Maybe a squirrel suit flyer would mm. be another one. Mm. Something that's so far on the extreme mm. that if you could tap that, and I bet mm. what you know people have been able to do is tap into that and mm -hmm. be able to tap into that on a mm. more conscious. And, and the idea is that's that's mm -hmm. flow state. Yeah, that's exactly, exactly. what that is. And like they could kind of be that in that thing. a lot of times. Yeah. I mean. Fuck, in basketball, Michael Jordan could be in flow state oh, yeah. a lot, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and like we were saying before, the fear of on stage, he's the type of person that that made him better. Yeah. So he needed that. Yeah, I mean, without the competition, he wouldn't have been that good. He wouldn't mm -hmm. have been flow state or whatever. He needed well, that's the, where the pressure. You, you look know? at combat, you know, that's where right. I think that there's such a, um, you know, weird connection yeah. you know what i'm saying my experience is yeah. really really like really fucking moderate level compared to mm. what other people yeah. you know experienced and so um yeah i remember in know, the movies like just little thinking, taste right like the, the the general guy the, the one that keeps going out and leads the next team or whatever mm -hmm. and he can tell like just somehow he knows the path to take where there aren't mines or he could like you know what i mean there was like some he had developed some sense, whereas some other guy, his team died, you know, he made the wrong, you know, yeah. things like that. Like the, yeah, I remember just thinking of that in some movies. That, that the SOG did. guys from Vietnam are yeah. pretty freaking legit when you talk about, um, you know, because technology nowadays can really make up for a decent amount of things, right? That these guys didn't have. And, you know, the, who are you saying? The SOG guys? The SOG. SOG. Yeah, okay. it was a um, military unit in Vietnam. You know, mm. Vietnam is called MACV SOG. And um, it's like a military attachment, um, Vietnam, and then uh, special, or it's not, it's not special, it's security and observation group. I think that's what it is. Mm. Um, but anyway, they were mostly special forces, Green Beret, um, and they would do these crazy fucking crazy missions. Mm. But the amount of like tapping into those senses that those guys had to do mm. was pretty spectacular when you hear some of their stories mm -hmm. and how, you know, um, just being able to pull all of those things together and, yeah. you know, under intense, yeah. you know, um, circumstances. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This guy was saying even that, um, uh, Man, he, it was a cool idea that, so it's like, because you know, like the flow state thing is like, uh, if it's below your ability, you're bored. And if it's above your ability, you, you're anxious and nervous and uh, stressed out. 
and and it's in that zone in the middle that's like the that zone and then he even like so somehow society is constructed in such a way that you do something and it progressively gets harder and harder and so it's like pulling that um that ability to, to that, that flow state ability like pulls people to greater and greater ability because of society and the patterns around us like meritocracy or whatever like that the best you know rise at the top that you get a higher and higher position and you start to manage other people and that there's so many things that like train that ability and then maybe the people at the top of that rung uh, and maybe even military specifically um, has a really good ability to both detect the people that are good at that and to train them to make that sense and maybe even battle being the most you know life facing or whatever would even add to that you know the ability to build that that flow state uh, the the ability the competence in flow state mm -hmm. you know what i mean um yeah so th that's an interesting point to that right yeah I that, think it, that it could train you could train people in that mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I, yeah. I think any of those real extreme where there's a really good chance of you you know right getting like hurt or and, yeah. you know dying mm -hmm. but i think when you also have other people that are relying on you mm. you know what I'm mm. that might even mm -hmm. you know um, increase yeah. increase I guess it could do both right yeah. it could do both it could put too much pressure right um, or but then it that's could why be it, enough pressure that it's like right. man I'm not just pulling it for myself so I got to mm. pull it together but that person that is too much pressure for just automatically is on a lower level and they have less responsibility unless they can handle it and then they rise up or whatever and, and maybe you could train them to do so too right um you know in general like jordan peterson talks about responsibility kind of being that thing anyway that you know can pull you up i guess right that it's like gives people meaning right having um, responsibilities yeah having responsibilities mm -hmm. but you can easily let it destroy you too you know the weight of it or whatever Right, taking on too much or mm -hmm. yeah. responsibilities, you're not ready to. Right, yeah. And again, it's somehow maybe a climbing process. You start yeah. with some and you build. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Did you see that he got kicked off of Twitter? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Banned. Yeah. I don't know if he got banned from it. Well, he he Suspended won't take down the tweet, yeah. and he won't take it down. He says. Yeah. Did I you saw see that. his response video? Yeah, I thought it was great. Did you see that? You should check it out. It's good. It's entertaining. He's like yeah. pissed. And he's like going at him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that is fantastic, man. Yeah. I mean, you know, the you more that know. these guys take a stand, like Russell Brandt is doing mm. a really good job of taking a stand. Uh, you know, he's yeah. still on the can't we all get alongside? Jordan Peterson is like pretty much like fuck you guys. You know, the woke mm -hmm. side. Mm -hmm. not yeah, he comply. wrote some letter too recently that was like saying that people that do gender transition surgeries to minors are like criminal Fuck. and he like this is a pretty like yeah. strong stance on that saying that it's criminal i yeah. should be i would have to agree i yeah. mean they're using know. castration medication it's crazy it's fucking yeah. right i heard yeah, a story control. recently i don't man it's so it's dark i don't know if i even want to say it but like someone that tried to transition to male uh -huh. and then was 
got the bottom surgery yeah. and that is essentially like a wound yeah and they like try to keep a wound open and then they like put stints in there and it would close up and get infected and then they go back and yeah. then uh, yeah it was yeah sounded horrible i saw that on um that what is a woman uh-huh right did they mention one that the, yeah one of the people uh-huh. who got that done was oh he was he, or they um had the opposite they had a uh, an extremity put on them. A wee. Uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. That, okay. Yeah, yeah. So and that's why there's hair grown on the inside, right? Is that right? Uh, yeah. <laughs> they take a piece of your arm for that. Oh. And that's why he showed his arm. And, okay. And yeah. They, yeah. 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 So they because they add to you. Uh-huh. And they use your. I arm. heard it's yeah. like yeah. I've heard mm-hmm. it's problems on both. Yeah. Sides. I I had never heard the other side before. I've heard the. There was a girl yeah, yeah. in California just recently that was talking about. Um, she had transitioned to a boy, cut her breasts off, you know, mm. taken all sorts of the, yeah. the hormones. And um, and she was 17 talking about this. So she mm. did it at like 15, mm. you know, and yeah. she's like, there was no discouragement. It was right. all encouragement all to do it. Affirming. And yeah, affirming, affirming care. And, care yeah. and yeah. affirmation shit. Uh, it's yeah, like... Yeah. You know, Bill Maher said a pretty funny quote, and this isn't, you know, I'm not quoting him because I don't know exactly what it was, but he was like, if we did what, you know, we all wanted to be when we were kids, you know, the world would be full of pirates and cowboys, right? Right. So, I mean, that's the absurdity, right? It's like, well, yeah, yeah, maybe you want to be a boy Mm -hmm. at Mm -hmm. age seven (laughs) doesn't mean we should turn you into a boy. Right. Yeah. You know, or you could pretend yeah. you could dress up one, but we're not going to turn you into a pirate, right? Right. Right. Pluck your eye out. Yeah. Give yeah. you a peg leg. <laughs> <laughs> and, and pirate was, affirmation surgery. Yeah. Oh, it's so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And that, and then that has been going on for a while, and, and supposedly these people that want to go back or whatever that detransition, they you know they get, you know, uh, they they can't get the doctor's attention. You know what I mean? Yeah. And they have all these ways to protect themselves, like their liability from doing all this stuff. I was wondering, like, plastic surgery is probably like that, too. Those guys that would give you a new nose, and then you can't breathe out of your nose anymore. Right. You know what I mean? Or whatever it is, breast cancer from, you know, getting, you know. Um, yeah, so I heard that, that they have all these, like, legal protections. Well, um, they said by next year, um, they being just different things that I've read, said by next year... I think that it'll be a billion dollar industry. Yeah. The mm-hmm. right. gender reassignment. Right. Surgeries. I wonder like in total what the money is because right. some of them are saying Planned Parenthood some large percentage now is that. Right. Um, and then they get grants. They get, I forget how much, 500 million a year or something from the government from some, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And then they also then use that to lobby. So then they have like 20 million or something that they use to like lobby against Trump. So you have, you know what I mean? So you have like state funded things like that that are then like influencing government themselves. And what's the, what's the, you know what I mean? It's like that whole, is it the state? Is it private? You know what I mean? It's and, funny. There was you know, a, um, after this last shooting that happened on the 4th of July. There's mm-hmm. now this guy that's doing this TikTok video, but um, he's talking about, you know, all of, or not all of them, but I think like they say 90 something percent of these shooters have been on um, 
Medications. Medications, mm-hmm. right? And right. so you've got Zoloft and you've got... Um, Benzos yeah, and antidepressants. All, yeah, all and, those anxiety uh, and antidepressants, yeah. things of that nature. Mm-hmm. And um, then he goes back and he's like, and so why doesn't you know anybody do something about this part of it? Right. And so he's just playing like Fox yeah. News, right? Yeah. And then at the break, sponsored by Pfizer, right? And then there's, you know... Um, What's the other fucking one? CNN, right? Mm -hmm. Pfizer. And he's just showing how Pfizer and these pharmaceutical companies are all the ones sponsoring. And then he goes down through Mm -hmm. a list of, you know, uh, congressmen and senators that have had funding, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's, you see a lot of them Mm -hmm. and it's Pfizer and, you know, these other pharmaceutical companies. So it's a funny thing how... And it's a weird, like... Maybe it's even like a whole philosophy now that thinks that we can use these like invented scientific things to like change how we are. You're right. Like the whole thing that says that chemical imbalance is true. You know what I mean? That whole thing. And then therefore you can use this other chemical to rebalance yourself (laughs) or whatever. You know what I mean? But the side effects are that it's going (laughs) to unbalance you, but we've got this other Right. Fantastic that, <laughs> product that will help rebalance right. you. But yeah, that yeah. side effect, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a and then, very but doesn't it, yeah. doesn't it naturally, though, go then to, like, maybe at first these things happen on the extremes. So you would have, like, body modification and stuff and some some extreme people that think they can be a dragon or a cat or a... Yeah, I mean, and then they, have you seen that? You know, yeah, you get scales. And, well, that too, but just like I'm talking about the body shit, you know. I, you I was, I'm sorry. I just uh, while I was in Wyoming over the weekend, one of the musicians I was there with that was in the band with us is a, a teacher in Pueblo, and she said that there were two students whose parents are requesting litter boxes for them because they no identify way. as cats, and that there are several schools in in the county where this has happened recently. So So it's becoming a much more (laughs) nationwide fucking event. So one of the girls here was telling me they enrolled their little five or six year old into a new school and she's talking to the principal and she's like, she asked, well, is there any, you know, problems or do you see a lot, not, you know, problems, but do you see a lot of kids identifying as other, you know, genders. And he's like, oh, that's not the problem, is they're identifying as animals and shit. Really? Like it was... Yeah, like it's becoming, again, uh-huh. this... My, my, like, and youngest, they can't say anything. One of my anything. youngest nieces uh, is identifying as, like, a panda or something like that. Like, she, yeah. It's interesting. So this morning I looked up uh, psychogenic illness... Right, is that used to be known as mass hysteria, right? And uh, on the wiki, just the wiki, you know, I didn't do any deep. But it had like this huge history section, you know, um, and it's just like all the times there were like mass hysterias, mm-hmm. and there was a lot during the Industrial Revolution, people in like uh, you know factories, you know, and there was a lot about the majority were women. There's like a lot of that aspect of it. Um, and, you know, in areas where they would, uh, some of them were like when the anthrax was being like 
mailed around. Remember that? Yeah. And then how many fake cases or how many people thought they opened a letter and got anthrax was like yeah. in the thousands. Mm -hmm. So even thinking that that's like a type of mass hysteria. So when you're scared of something. Mm -hmm. Ozone layer. Or when there were needles on the seats. Oh, man, that's crazy. I didn't make that connection. Right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Exactly. I remember that. Needles. Yeah. Um, and You're then gonna get AIDS. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right. You know, and, get yeah. tetanus or something. Right. Yeah. And um, AIDS was always one of the big things. AIDS mm. was the big thing. Yeah. yeah. That was like a fear thing. Yeah. yeah. Wiping um, toilet seats. Did you guys even right? Yeah. Know yeah. That? Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Like you're gonna get an AIDS. Right. <laughs> on that. An AIDS. <laughs> yeah. So it was, and yeah, and then there was a lot that were like um, people would think that they were poisoned. You know, and then they would test everybody and they would there'd be no trace of poison. Um, you know, there was ones where they thought they were all getting attacked by bugs. So maybe even that the mind can uh, make rashes. Some of this stuff is maybe. So, yeah, that, that's what it made the connection to me, because I was listening to that. The biologist guy I talked to you guys about before, this guy, Michael Levin. And he's the one that's like figuring out how to get cells to like make different things out of the same cell. He studies those like immortal worm creatures that if you cut them in 10 pieces, they turn into 10 worms. Oh, no if you shit. cut off the head, a new head comes back. What if you like and... just smashed it? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> just like put <laughs> <what> it <laughs> in a press or some shit. <laughs> Uh, great question. If I ever, I'll maybe I'll on his Q and A. I'll ask him. Right. <laughs> what happens if you just fucking squish that thing? Just the head. <laughs> but he was saying that the future of medical science, because his whole is is placebo is is top down, right? Instead of like we always think of things as genetics influence the shape, because his thing is all morphogenics, like how things grow, you know, like how how it's how a you know, tiny cell becomes like a new thing and what decides what's the head and what's the tail. And then he's figured out with like electro stimulation, uh, you know what I mean? How to like influence that stuff, how to change something from a head to a hand or I don't know the details. Um, but so, so that's a top down effect, you could say, rather than a bottom up, it's programmed like in the genes that data just like unfolds itself and then it just becomes right. Rather than just that process, there's also this top down process where things are making decisions, um, uh, right? Like organs are making decisions as a whole rather than, you know. So I got a weird question on that. Okay. Okay. And it's just my <laughs> brain that pops into play. But yeah. if a guy has done this, right, mm. created this, and it would in a large part be theoretical first, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wouldn't they want to experiment? And I mean, you think there's some fucking little kid in a cage with a goddamn like hand on their fucking head and their head like somewhere on their Maybe arm. Maybe in like China or something. Right. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Been, you know, they're somebody's like, tried it. But you know there's right. clones, right? There, there, there was a story of that doctor yeah. in in like France or something that was trying to transplant a human head from one body. Oh, oh yeah, the first right? head transplant. Yeah, yeah. Whoa. I don't know if it was successful. That was yeah. like supposed to happen a couple of years ago. Oh, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that would be weird as fuck. Yeah. Huh? That's, super that, weird. Like, that's like, other, like Dr. Moreau. My body's like other dying world governments were trying to shut him down, and he uh, had to like get special permission. That's a trip. Like, yeah, I wonder if it's even possible. That's like the first kind of step to, you know, mortality, right? Or immortality. Being immortal. Yeah. Yeah. And that's immortal. again, that's what this guy is kind speak. of studying yeah. is because these worms are essentially immortal. Did you um, see that movie? Um, what was that movie with fucking Obi Wan Kenobi in it? 
and uh, they were on that, or they're in that laboratory, and they're really clones for people out in the world, and they tell them that they're on an island. Oh. The island. Yeah, <laughs> I thought I was trying to are you talking about a Star Wars movie, or are you talking about the actor? <laughs> yeah, yeah, the island, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Right? right? Isn't that what they were yeah, doing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're, they're all clones, and then they have an organ, you know, when they're... When their real person gets in a car accident or whatever, yeah. then those or people sick. like win the lottery, right? Yeah, Is that what like, it was? They like win, to go. Yeah, they like win the lottery or something, uh-huh. and then they get killed, and then they take the kidney or whatever. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Rich people do that shit. Have yeah. clones just for that. But I wonder, would you have like a new clone each time? Would you would need like... a few cities. Yeah. Right. You'd need a few cities yeah. of clones, right? You can't have just one. Right, because you gotta yeah, yeah, yeah. be able to cover a lot of your bases. Right, yeah, and then of course the end of the story is the clone is the the person is the clone, and they replaced them years before or whatever. That's always oh, the end of that. that the, I think so. It's got to be uh-huh. right, <laughs> right? Or if he was the just running, he was a clone the whole well, time. That's what it is. That's got to be it, right? <laughs> I know that guy was trying to become the clone, but I bet at the end he's like, "You were the one that was born outside the." You know what I mean? I stole. The, you know what I mean? When we were children or whatever, you don't remember. Some shit like that. <laughs> anyway. I wonder if you would like feel like a fraud, you know, if you figured it out that you were like a clone the whole right. time. I mean, how many movies? I can't think of others like that. There's that Simpsons where there's like, it's like one of the horrors. It's like a Rick and Morty yeah. theme. Like, uh-huh. Is that right? goes okay. on throughout the series. Is that right? Oh, okay. Yeah. Clones and you're being the clone? Yeah. Okay. They like never know who's the actual real oh, okay. Rick uh-huh. and Morty. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, so it doesn't matter at that point. <laughs> yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so back to that guy though. So that the doctor studying this stuff, and so he was saying that um, uh, the new science is like uh, is is going to be based on top down stuff. It's not going to be drugs. He's like that method is is all bottom up. You're saying that. We can take this chemical and then you, you know, take a pill or whatever, and that from the bottom down changes the neurons in your brain, and then all of a sudden you're not depressed anymore or whatever. And he's like, that that paradigm is like done, and the new paradigm is going to be all like placebo type stuff, like how can you give top down healing or whatever medically, right? And then again, just to like bring it back to the to the trans stuff. And the mass hysteria thing, like this thing that's like taking over everybody, this like top down, you know what I mean? Like um, that somehow our beliefs, like some of those people that in the, that would have mass hysteria, they would get rashes, they would get welts, like they're getting oh, yeah. bit by bugs. And supposedly there weren't any bugs. Supposedly there yeah. weren't any. The power of suggestion is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and huge. propaganda, right? Yeah. How much of that is like top down kind of stuff. You can like, yeah, I don't know. So how much of that's like going on? And maybe that. that was going on with COVID, huh? Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I even wondered how many, like, how many, when I was, like, thinking about this, like, how many people had COVID never really did. That's a huge amount. Yeah. They, you know right. what I mean? That just claim that they do. Or they you know, that never had the test. Sick, exactly. You know, like, so they even were sick, yeah, you know? And then, you know, just to give it the other side, too, how many people had the vaccine and then gave themselves bad reactions? You know what I mean? Of yeah. course, you know, I'm not saying that there weren't that are yeah, like, legit or whatever, are, but like, how many on both sides of that thing? You stressed about it you know before? I mean? like, yeah. Oh, how about, how about this? Happen. So this is the crazy mm-hmm. idea. Is what if you could mass placebo an entire planet by saying vaccines work? You know, the they're safe, effective, work, save your life. Did you know what I mean? Yeah. And then you have everybody do, 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 just 
you know, just like invading everybody's brain all the time. What kind of placebo effect does that make? So let's say even the thing, like let's say it's effective, fine, whatever. Let's say it made it even more effective because of that aspect. You know what I mean? This like mass hyp well, hypnosis I think, or whatever. I think that that's what yeah. the whole play was with this past one. Mm -hmm. it, it's like we talked about in, you know, just using like kids as a reference. I don't know if we talked about it on this um, or if I was talking about it with someone else but let's say we had a room full of 30 kids that were training right it would be so much better if they all listened if right. they all fucking complied yeah. if they weren't fucking around if they were doing every single thing that i told them to do they would get a fair amount out of it and it would be good for me it'd be good for the academy because that'd be a lot of money coming in but i like the little kid who's off fucking off in the, you know, that's kind of defiant. You know what I'm saying? Those are the outliers, but that can still be, you know, corralled along to some degree, but there's still that wild spirit, you, you know? And um, so I think that that's what they want. I just, my whole thing is, and I'm totally down with that. I think that that's fine if that's happening as long as, they don't try to snuff out the fucking outliers, the people mm. that don't want to partake in that. I, I, and, you know, I like that's that idea. It's when, it becomes, it's when it becomes a totalizing thing mm -hmm. that it's the problem. Right. When there's this centralized thing that says everything is that way and you try to have all neat edges, mm -hmm. that's like the biggest problem in some way. Yeah, because right. it limits the people that's that... That's totalitarian. Correct. Yeah. And, mm -hmm. But you need more people to be the proverbial you know, um, the, the mass, the, in society, the sheep that are following, you know, using it at a martial arts, you know, jujitsu kind of, uh, analogy. Most people aren't going to get to a black belt. Like I don't want most people to get to a black belt. I don't want a lot of people to get to black belts, but I want it to be open to everybody to get there. Um, the reality is most people are going to quit at blue belt. And, you know, a lot of people are against that, you know, you know, they try to come up with ways to keep people longer. And I think that that's important. But what I also think is you need blue belts, right? The reason is because blue belts keep the school going. It keeps things fresh. You know, you get new people coming in, which isn't great because you want to take people along. It's much better than having to restart that process. But that's your foundation. You know, again, most people are going to leave white to blue that's just the the reality and that's kind of like the world i think most people have to do the nine to five job they have to do you know the they have to be part of the machine to get that going and to keep it running you know i mean i don't want to fucking be a road paver but it has to happen i don't think that that's a lowly job or anything it's just not shit that i want to do but if we don't have road pavers and we don't have think people that are going to do those kinds of things, then you don't really ever get a chance for those outliers to, to really start mm -hmm. to come out and think outside the box because somebody's got to fucking fix a road. Maybe that mm -hmm. becomes the outlier, the guy who creates that and then is thinking outside the box. But um, Well, it is interesting just to wonder about like if there is, let's say, uh, some kind of functioning mass hypnosis machine, which maybe society is in general, it's yeah, some kind of thing so. like that. Um, 
like how like you know I mean we are look at how people yeah look at their cell phones right. but even yeah even culture device. itself and yeah. tradition kind of has that effect and maybe 100%. in a good way like you're saying like a good school uh-huh. um, there's certain rules that everybody follows and, and there's some things that you just don't question you know what I mean yeah. and and that makes everything function you know what I mean it's a it's um, efficient it really mm-hmm. is but yeah I've never fit into that you know I've and so for me I look at that and I'm like yeah, that would be so beneficial in so many ways. Mm. You, you know what I'm saying? But that's mm. not the people that I resonate with. That's mm. not the, but at, at the, the same time. That, at the same time, you do fit in quite well in society or whatever. You mm-hmm. found a place. You do your job well. You contribute to people and society. You know what I mean? Like you have but found a the, place. Not in to which, the machine, though. Right. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Like just that it's like there's levels of. You know, I don't know what I'm saying. Like, um, yeah, there's levels of that conformity to some right, degree, right? right or right. or integration. Integration, yeah. I think, is a better word, right? For for yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. So, and then how does like what I think is interesting is like how if like kids, how they like they just say all the new words, mm-hmm. you know? Um, Jade says sus. Um, I'm sure the kids in here come out sometimes and they just like the words they're using, the music they listen to, they're influenced, highly influenced by some mass thing that is, you know, it's always like the new thing. The trends. The trends. How do trends move around? And then why would some people be, let's say, more or less affected by that? You know what I mean? And it does seem like nowadays some of those, you could say the outliers are you know like you're saying the artistic types sensitive or i don't know what you know I mean, you wouldn't use sensitive. that word <laughs> <laughs> i wasn't saying pussies <laughs> but uh yeah um <laughs> that they're the ones that are maybe like more affected nowadays yeah. by some of the more extreme um aspects of the mass hypnosis machine or whatever the maybe that puts too negative of a spin on it it's just like this thing that like influences the minds of young people Mm -hmm. and gives them the language they use the way they see the world like and it is weird like you know i don't want to you know um but some of those influences i see in my kids or in jade and phoenix you know Mm -hmm. And it's weird. It it's kind of like freaky, like yeah. like weird horror movie kind of weird stuff. Sometimes some of the things that they say yeah. about gender and about you know just what they you know you know sometimes well, I feel it's like my nieces. yeah, yeah. Uh, it's weird, right? You've it, heard them say some things. It's yeah. like they've been infected by the fucking thing, you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's what yeah. they. That's mm-hmm. what it's done is infected them, because if you look at the absurdity of what that you know, gender fucking new gender ideology is, I mean, it's insanity. Most adults aren't going to buy into that shit. So they go into the young ones and then they can bring it up through that pipeline. I think, I think we missed, you know what I'm saying? That's what I'm saying. I think my generation is the one that fucked this whole thing up. I, I bet everybody they, could say that. Yeah. I bet every generation. Because yeah, it's like we got soft though. That was the one thing that was a big mm-hmm. difference, you know, societally. Okay. And and it, again, that's a big difference. That's why I you know, I can mm-hmm. think of three or four people who I grew up with that took a route of genuinely trying to make themselves stronger. 
um, everybody else was content just being soft. And even guys that were tough, you know, in, let's say, that high school kickoff to life era were fucking are mostly soft now. There's a few and that, that, that is a big that aspect it of yeah. it, you know. And then, but there's like lots of causes too, or lots sure. of other symptoms or whatever. Oh, and I and I do and I think, think I do think like, you're right that it's like the young people are the yeah. ones that bring it up because I heard some, what's that quote? There's a quote about science that old theories die when the scientists. What a horrible way to quote something. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say it is that you know science progresses by the deaths of scientists. Right. Something like that. Right. That okay, when those guys die that had the old theory, that's when we move beyond that theory. Right. It's not that people chat like find out that that theory is not true. It's, that's not what happens. Those people die, and then the new ones have different ideas that are slightly. Uh, you know, morphed from those old ideas, and then so the the young people are the ones that always, and then and then like you're saying, there's some force that used to let's say, uh, fight against the the wave of change. Just you know, because you have you could say change and stability as opposites, and the the change thing wants to just wipe everything clean all the time. You know, it wants that's somewhat of progressivism and that stuff, and then. The other one says, hold on, you know, put, pop, pump the brakes or whatever. And each generation has less and less of that conservatism or that that look towards the past, that older perspective has less and less of that. And and then and then you're right. Then once things as well become something about the weakness thing is a huge factor. Mm-hmm. I think, you know, there's a few big factors like that, like like looking at people as, as the victim, as some sort of like the, that victim ology thing I think is like a huge one there's a few of those kind of symptoms that's where you hope that like this migrant um, influx would have an effect because Mm -hmm. a lot of Mm -hmm. migrants are coming from places that you know this isn't even a fucking topic of discussion when you're trying to just make it yeah Yeah, Mm -hmm. you don't have time to decide if you're going to be a boy or a girl or fucking you know whatever so that would be cool if that showed Mm -hmm. that we're People still have some of those values. We can yeah. hopefully put the brakes on this shit. Mm. Again, hey, if if a boy wants to dress up as a girl or vice versa, you know, because I knew several tomboys in school. Right. That was fucking great. Do yeah, it. My sister was And then that. if, yeah. as they get older, they decide that mm-hmm. that's where they you know, need to be fantastic. But that, that's but not even the problem. A few that's people not even, do it. Right. But that's not even the conversation, right? It's always been that way. There's yeah. always that thing. Well, right. So, and so then we I, always have to like say, Oh, it's not, you know, we always have to be like, Oh, I don't like, you know, yeah. but that's not what it's about, uh-huh. you know? And they, they're good at conflating those two things. Well, you know what I mean, or it's good at, I, I think. Know? So what I'm trying to say though, is that even if the majority of people went that route, let's pretend, that would be totally cool as long as there's no, you know, forced, mandated or, you know, um, shamed kind of thing, you know, that type of influence into going that route. The, if it was like because that's the right route for so many people just pretending, I don't think it is. Um, but that's the problem with the thing is it's yeah. like. If, That's why it's if, getting to be a if there's a, a culture if a culture happens in which we value whims over some sort of longer standing thing. I agree. Then 
the the fact that everybody's just going to want to do those things and nobody's going to be like hey man like maybe that's not you know you know whatever that thing that says that to people once you just remove that thing like i don't know if that is good like or or what's the result of that like i don't know what well that's what it seems like the left to me um you know once is the control of it being a way you know i think from talking to a lot of people on both sides and, you know, thinking that I was one way and realizing that that wasn't, um, that's not where my belief system lies now. I think that when you look at on the right side of things, even a lot of um, harder conservatives are still more likely to let people do their thing. They just don't want to that imposed upon them, right? Whereas on the left, I don't think it's that way. I think they want to impose and people who don't comply are the enemy that needs to be destroyed. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's a, a pretty insane, you know, yeah. approach. No. What do you guys think? What do you think? Um, <laughs> what do you think about, I was gonna ask you, I'm gonna ask you on air. What do you think about the row situation? Oh man, <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah, really. What do you think about it? <laughs> Just gonna jump right in. I'm it. very on the fence. I don't believe. See, I don't believe that we can be like saying it's virtuous to have an abortion. You know. Um, but I also don't believe that people should be forced into doing, um, you know, things that they don't want to do. But I think I heard this from a female, and and it was counterpoint to what the uh, idea of Roe v. Wade forcing people to you know, like now have babies that they don't want to have babies, right? Mm. You know, with this overturning, mm-hmm. you hear that mm-hmm. kind of incorrect statement and that abortions are going to be illegal. Um, but what they were saying was that, well, when you talk about pro-choice, it's like they don't really have a choice because what is put out in most cases is that if you have a, you know, kid when you're young, let's say, that you're going to ruin your life, that it's going to be, you know, this horrible situation that, mm. you know, having it aborted is so much better. And there's mm. such a push to mm. having an abortion mm. that you're Even not to think that having a kid is like a bad thing and it's going to... Right. Yeah. There is and like, and yeah, so that was an interesting. interesting way to look at it where it's like, well, societally, it isn't pro-choice, the people who say pro-choice, because there's such this hardcore influence to have an abortion that you've got, um, again... No, it's not a choice because there's so much pressure, pressure yeah. towards one side. Well, that's interesting that how much and choice you have in the midst of like social societal pressure. Societal pressure, yeah. right? And then again, going back where most people, I think, are... It's It sucks to say because it sounds negative, but are the sheep, right? The ones that you know what I'm saying, are part of the flock that are only going to follow and not have a whole lot of free thinking Mm -hmm. and free will. That Um, would be, I would imagine, 
for a woman an opportunity to if you're just following things that's like a a moment mm -hmm. that you could think about what you think about mm -hmm. and I'm, I'm sure a lot of them do you know and i haven't personally talked to somebody that had kids young and i've talked to several people you know mm -hmm. um that regret having kids you, you know so yeah. it's one of those things that i think societally we put a lot of pressure on abortion being the correct thing and i think that mm -hmm. if we were going to genuinely call it pro-choice there'd be as much open dialogue to the benefits of having Mm -hmm. you know your child versus that mm -hmm. making it so that it's more accepted and it's less taboo and you know it's not this mm -hmm. seen you know, as a yeah, yeah. A and or, I think yeah. you know on both sides of the equation people need to be responsible um, and make sure mm -hmm. that you know mm -hmm. hey you're doing the best job that you can but I think that also means that we've got to teach our you know the unfortunate part about it is that more of the burden falls on the female. It's just the way it is, right? I mean, but shit, again, some like how, not fair. But. How much, like I'll just say one thing, like uh -huh. how, how much um, is a part of the whole conversation about what happens before pregnancy? But that's what I'm talking you know what about. I mean? Like a so, ton. So even for so, men, like you wouldn't have as much, it's their choice if there was more of a tradition of marriage, for instance. Right. Because it, it wouldn't be about like, oh, 100 you know, sorry, what I was see about to say, or whatever. Right? And just all those cultural mm -hmm. things that happen before that. Mm -hmm. Like, what is sex? Yeah. What's it for? You well, know what I mean? Is it just for pleasure and you just go around, you know? And guys are like, going to pressure girls into right? having sex. I mean, mm -hmm. it's the way it yeah. is. It's the way it's been. That doesn't mean that women have to comply. But if And then if, if you take away the, the social... Enough, like back in the might, day, in, in small societies, comply. like I heard about a guy who was in Russia, mm -hmm. and he started talking to some chick... And he was like, the dad immediately wanted marriage. And he said he almost got like killed by this dad. Yeah. Because if they see you with a girl, right. you better marry that chick. You know what <laughs> I mean? So, I mean, that's the extreme. But you could yeah. say that all of that social Shotgun pressure marriage. is gone. There's no social pressure to be like, maybe you guys shouldn't be, you know what I mean? Like, there's none of that. That's yeah. been absolutely removed. You know, yeah. now it's dating apps and da, da, da. So how much of it's just like before that? Um, but what, yeah, what do you think? Do you even want to dive into all this? <laughs> no, I think that's a great point. Um, just, I believe that, you know, every decision, every action has a consequence. Whether you see it as a positive or a negative one, there's always one. So, I don't know. I believe in responsibility. <laughs> mm. So, I think it's a, it's not an easy topic. Really, mm. It's one of the hardest ones, I think. So yeah. many, I just think there's so many things, so many factors. Right. I think but, that that's the big problem, right? Because then people aren't talking about the in-depth topic mm. it is, right? Yeah. However, I still think, like, I'm conflicted on how I feel. I don't think somebody, in my opinion, if you're six months in and you're like, I don't want to have a kid... I don't think that's cool. <laughs> yeah. Um, mm -hmm. I probably could say that I have, like, I don't know what is life, when does it start, mm -hmm. and all of that, but maybe if you do it very early on, or if there's complications, mm -hmm. you know, stuff like that, of course, I'm for that. What do you think about 
um, like Roe Ro being kicked out of the courts, like the courts, you know, saying that it's get this thing out of here. I think the state should have the ability to decide, yeah. you know, whether or not you agree with why whatever should state. Yeah, is. why should why why should it have the ability? What do you think? Well, why that's good? Yeah. I don't. I, I, don't I think the federal government having more power in any situation is not a very good thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's always going to be sanctuary states. I mean, there's not going to mm-hmm. be like yeah. California is always going to have abortion. New York's always going to have abortion. As it stands right now, unless yeah. some constitutional change. That's like the the one Isn't thing that, that could do that. Yeah. Um, I heard that it's good because then different states can experiment with like. Mm-hmm different ways like I heard like Sweden did something where they uh, God I'm not gonna remember what they did and just through like cultural I don't know discussion or you know what I mean they were able to reduce abortions by some huge amount and right. reduce but without they, they any 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 part and nothing in law it didn't have anything to do with you know uh, courts or laws or anything just culturally like so what then why of, are we so like focused on these laws because everybody wants to be obsessed yeah. about something for yeah. one. Everybody yeah. wants to be mad and wants to be oppressed. Up the fight, the yeah. cultural they fucking need a boogeyman. war, yeah. boogeyman, all that shit. Yeah, because yeah. I really believe we need struggle in our lives. And if people don't have it, they're going to create it, whether they right. want to or not. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Whether it's a conscious like thing, they pick up a fight that, you know, it's weird to me that there's this push. It's been renewed since the shooting yesterday or the day before um it's been you know renewed for getting rid of guns because it's all it you know leads to is killing people no one needs an assault weapon all of that fucking shit by the same people who are pushing for abortions you, you know that are making it almost virtuous to have an abortion and it's like well where do we you, you know what I'm saying? Because of your killing, you're, you feel your killing is righteous, but you feel that somebody who protects themselves doesn't have that same righteousness for whatever reason. It's a bizarre thing that, you know, I don't think people are really taking into account to explain and, and be able to... What did to... you just compare? So to a lot of people that are conservative, they believe that... Um, you know, some people are going to be extreme and say life begins at conception. Okay, I'm saying more of the moderate believers in pro-life is that when there's the detectable heartbeat and, and it starts to look like a human, mm-hmm. that that's kind of the line of that being a human. It's going to, in most cases, barring some sort of trauma or illness, you know, going to become a human, Right. And so they believe that that's a life, an innocent mm-hmm. life. Right, and they want to right? protect that. And then the opposite, the left with the guns. Correct. And it's mm-hmm. it's an interesting argument that if you care so much about life, this is to me at least, that, you know, like there's a school shooter who comes in and shoots up a bunch of kids and you're saying we've got to disarm society because these things mm-hmm. only kill people yeah. and they're meant for destruction and that yeah. kind of shit. But yet you promote that's destruction that, yeah. of Again, innocent children. And there's more 
babies mm-hmm. aborted than yeah. there are kids shot by firearms. Way more. Yeah. Well, you, I don't you know, know about, yeah, but way school more. shootings like, for sure. Yeah, it's way more. Not even way more. It's not even yeah. comparable the other way. Well, so like one thing I see from that is like how much everybody's just being programmed by like these topics that just keep coming up. You know what I mean? So, you know, the gun debate, the abortion debate, the whatever debate, the global warming, you know, and there's this abstract thing that's being built called global warming called gun violence Mm -hmm. called you know what i mean and it's this thing and then once you like take that on then you're just triggered by things right and then you you you've been you've been programmed how to react school shooting Assault weapons. School shooting, assault weapons. Yeah, you know I mean? White supremacist. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> White supremacist <laughs> plus assault right. weapons equals tyranny. Right. right? You know what yeah. I mean? So, like, and on both sides it's happening. You know, you could argue, like, maybe whatever less on whatever side. Um, but there's this weird thing that, like, you know, like, if you take a thing like global warming, it's such a complex pattern that we don't understand that this thing we say global is global warming is just this like simplified abstract idea that we've invented Mm -hmm. and then each side has its thing that it's supposed to say about it you know what i mean and i mean what are we even talking about you know what i mean and and how many things that's what i was thinking like it makes it hidden what things actually mean and what is actually going on with stuff and you have to like you have to like people don't mean what they mean when they say this thing you know what I mean? They so someone says this it, thing, right? and it's like they don't even mean what they're saying. Right. And you got to sit there and like decode it. You know what I mean? Just to, you know, and there's so much of that going on where there's these layers. It's of shrouded like, in absurdities. Right. Right. Yeah. I mean, you look at electric vehicles. Okay. So yeah. if we go to electric vehicles, where's the energy coming from? Fucking natural gas and coal. Right. right. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Right. There you go. Is that's that cleaner example. than gasoline? Right. You know, powered yeah. vehicles? Yeah. You know, it almost seems like it's a wash and people get on these things and then they they don't think, oh, wait a second. Yeah, there's there's even one I heard recently that like old green advocates or whatever were advocates of going off grid, of camping, of being in the forest, you know, and and that was the old like environmentalists or whatever. Nowadays, the environmentalists are like technocrats. Uh They're like, you need systems to build solar panels and you need money to, and you need to destroy these corporations, the oil companies. And it's all like... And easily attachable to like globalist, you know, whatever Illuminati type shit. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I mean? And yeah. it's no longer about living in the forest and like being in the with the trees or whatever. Right. Now it's all about technology and stuff. And so what are you really saying when you say the thing? You know what I mean? And that's what I mean. Like it's hard to and that's why things are confusing nowadays, because there's like layers of bullshit. Well and, and look at solar panels. A lot of them they've got plastic on them, components like that. It's like, okay, well there's oil and then it's still gonna emit it's up on the roof you know there's all sorts of um emissions yeah. still coming out and yeah. the disposal and mm-hmm. yada you know and it's it just another goes on and it's on. another it's ideology like, too because mm-hmm. it's like you have you know how like they say that like the original sin for like woke is like being white or like you know what i mean that's the original sin uh-huh. you know what i mean and you're supposed to like atone for that you know <laughs> for your privilege or whatever for for, for the glo- for the 
for the um, for the green stuff, for the environmental stuff, it's what's your carbon footprint. That's your guilt. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have to make up for that shit. For every piece of plastic you buy, you're like, that's part of your guilt. You know, I mean, that's part of your sin. Every, you know, what I mean, the every time you drive, the house, the the slaves in China. But, or whatever, but here's the, making this is shirts. the fucked up thing about it, though. Think about, you know, it's meant to be your guilt, but then everybody who was pushing the fucking vaccine so all the environmentalists that i know were heavy heavy vaccine pushers and they were heavy fucking you know lock it down Mm -hmm. that kind of person and look at just in the food industry how much plastic and how much styrofoam just increased went through the roof for these pushes you know and these are the same people who are saying we got to get rid of fucking oil and we got to do this it's like but we just increased our usage in one-time-use plastic, right? That now is going into a landfill that's still going to emit um, CO2. And, mm-hmm. you know, so it's it's these crazy absurdities that just don't get anywhere. There's no traction in those, yeah. you know, ideologies and those fucking beliefs. Yeah, yeah. It's like those people come to your door and try to get you to sign up or give donations for helping the environment. And then the moment you ask them more questions, like in depth, they pull out a binder that only has seven pages. And they're like, oh, we, it's a new binder. We didn't put all the info in this one yet. Uh, so yeah. that kind of ties in with what we were saying earlier, how people just repeat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they don't know what they're really talking about or they don't even think and then maybe these people know and don't really believe in what they're doing but Mm -hmm. they're still doing it just because so there's so many things that influence well that's you know that's where i think the biggest absurdity of it all is is that the people who are pulling the strings they don't believe in that shit they don't look at what happened just with the masks when you look at these hardcore governors that were pushing the masks and then they were caught partying or whatever. Yeah, without it. Like as if that was the one time it happened. Oh, that was the only time or the two times or three times. They don't believe that shit, but then... I don't think they believe in inclusivity or... I mean, obviously, like Target does not believe in gender. It's a fucking company. Yeah. Yet they're going to make tons of money off of that shit. Right. They're so going to make like, all the money. Capitalize? <laughs> well, it's a they, you know, like, yeah. Tucking shorts. <laughs> Right, exactly. <laughs> it's like a freaking ball sack or something that you just help like them pull back. Yeah. Tie, do they, does it have a tie that you wrap <laughs> around the waist or something? Yeah. Oh, man. That's mm. fucked up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of so, that. But I don't think shit. they, I don't think anybody, or I don't think the ones in power, they're just using whatever works to get power. Yeah, and to control. It's all a tool. Well, like yeah. Target has, not to bring it up again, but they have hmm. like a closed section that's called Pride now. Do they really? Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Pride yeah. month. Yeah. So like, why does that even matter? Clothes are clothes, right? Colors on clothes are just colors on clothes. Why do right. you have to? Because right. it's a new way to make money. I think. Exactly. exactly. Well, yeah. even... Somebody that I was talking to who's conservative, I was talking about um, pride. I'm like, why the fuck does, is there pride month? And he's like, well, you know, you still got to give people their thing. I'm like, okay, they can have a day. But what the fuck do you need a month, a whole goddamn month for mm-hmm. pride? For right. rainbow colored yeah. stuff. Yeah. I don't know. 
Yeah, it's Black History Month. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> can we have, like, just History Month? <laughs> you know? Where the fuck's Mexican history? Right, right. right. Or day. everybody. Or day. Do you even but have a day? See, <laughs> that's the thing, though. It marginalizes them every other group. Right. You know, is there, like, Chinese History Month? Right. And you would There's have to... enough months. Right. Right. Every month would be a new celebration. You're like, fuck, now i got to pull out mm-hmm. my... I think they were calling May Asian American. That's right, Pacific. Yeah, yeah, Uh, Yeah. that's right. Have you ever looked up like what day it is and what holiday it is? You ever Uh do that? Because there's like you know an endless amount of days. Exactly. Yeah, and they're meaningless now. Like holidays are absolutely meaningless. Every day is something different. National Pizza Um, Day, National Hot Dog Day. Exactly. Yeah, I think. You know, national best friend. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. It's all Go best. buy your best friend a Hallmark card. <laughs> Day, right. I think in the past, uh, the calendar was full of holidays, and each one was like attuned to the season. You know, and maybe you could like oversimplify it by saying, "Oh, there's a harvest season," mm-hmm. and and then things everything's dying, so that's why Halloween's over there. Right. And then things start to renew Christmas. I, you know, however you want to look at that. And but there's a lot, you know, cuz if you look at Catholics, right? Lent and, you know, I don't yeah. even know all the stuff. There's, you know, fasting months and um and it would attune everybody and then, you know, again cuz I, you know, in the past was ready to get rid of all holidays. Yeah. <laughs> because they're uncomfortable to me and I'm always getting in fights with my family and shit and I'm like just leave me alone I want to like stay home and play guitar um, but you know I've been coming around to what's actually going on there you know like we go out for July 4th you know so so I'm, I'm now just exploring what holidays mean you know right. and, I, and I woke up with the stupid question in my head like am I supposed to think about America today like what's <laughs> <laughs> you know so then I go out with my girl's family and they have like a a bigger family than me, you know what I mean? There's uncles and cousins and, and you know what I mean? And um, and they're just together. Right. Right. And then everybody is also together watching fireworks and stuff in the same area, you know what I mean? And then I even had my neighbor came and just like hung out for a minute. And, you know, because we went out to like watch fireworks somewhere. And so I was just seeing that aspect of it. It's like just that family stuff, just the together stuff. People were fighting. So that was still happening. Yeah. There was, you know, the mom was drunk and like <laughs> there was like issues before we got there. You know what I mean? And so there was problems, but it was still like um, that aspect of people yeah. being together. And then if you could add more layers to that, you know what I mean? And, you know, church or whatever, if you went to a place and then everybody thought about the same thing for a, a while, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? And then and then you went out and got drunk and celebrated and stuff. At least it's all this aligning. Mm-hmm. It's getting everybody aligned together. And then those alignments happen in alignment with the year. And then certain things are certain ways at certain times a year. Mm-hmm. And so you're aligning yourself with the cycles, you could say, you know, but now if you just erect whatever and, and Pride Month is de- <laughs> it's definitely like part of that, you know, uh, you just make these things up, let's say. <laughs> you don't even know what I was laughing at. Okay. Why are you laughing at? Uh, yeah. uh, erect. <laughs> right, exactly. I knew what you were laughing at. Right. I knew exactly what you were laughing at. I did know. <laughs> with you. Um, yeah, and then you just like make all these things up. You're, you're not aligning everybody towards the like things that, uh, that keep us together. You know what I mean? The, you, when you just make shit up, you're, you know, I, you know and, I, and I don't even want to talk shit about it, but I mean, you call it pride. 
You know what I mean? Which otherwise was known as a negative thing, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, like a mm-hmm. one of the kind of sins. Yeah, right. And then and pride. then what that even means now? Because it doesn't even mean what it used to. Like maybe if it meant what it meant in the '60s, I would be much more apt to be like, all right, you know, mm-hmm. I agree with that. But when I have kids that go to Pride and they see pup play, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> he saw pup play like dudes in leather with dog masks and then other dudes riding you know or their wife's right or whoever's riding them like a horse or whatever horse play i saw images of like dudes just with their yeah. dicks out like right. full on and kids yeah. fucking faces in a parade yeah. and just... right so when that you know what i mean and like and now we're we're supposed to align ourselves towards that yeah. and then how many flags you see like almost more than american flags mm-hmm. So for sure, more than yeah, American right. Flags. Okay, yeah, yeah, and uh, definitely, yeah. There's there's certainly areas too, neighborhoods where it's just like, wow, man, a lot, you know. Um, so so somehow the machine or whatever that the thing wants everybody to align to this, and this is you know it's somewhat of a natural emergence or whatever, and then um, and, and so now that's the holiday, and that's supposed to align us all together. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? If you know if my idea about holidays is right if that's what they're for or whatever that's what we're doing that's what As we're a all family right we go out with exactly. fucking ball gags and fucking leather <laughs> right yeah, yeah so it's <laughs> like kids do you have your assless chaps <laughs> johnny you horrible. got your strap on <laughs> you know somebody actually probably did that Right. Oh, yeah. Oh, right. It's, it's fucking weird. It's crazy. Yeah. It's, it's bizarre. And again, yeah. you know, I try to be pretty tolerant. I think I'm in that libertarian mode where it's like, as long as that shit isn't pushed, which it is being pushed, right. but as long as that shit isn't pushed, then you know do you, you. Do you want to do yeah it's you not know? like yeah, yeah right we wouldn't want it to be like illegal to wear a dog mask right i mean if that's you know, yeah right, that's your right. fucking thing but but like, i don't think you should walk around with your dick out and, i mean or, or and to and to promote that this is a good thing yeah uh, you know that to be proud yeah, that to it's, be proud about right. that all of a sudden all the things that used to be behind closed doors right. is now something to be proud of right is the odd. things that only politicians used to get caught doing. Right. But then, you know, right. <laughs> oh, man. But then you got like the, you know, that just, just saying that, you know, made me think of like the behind the closet thing. Yeah. Because the idea is to allow people to not have to do certain things behind closed doors, like hold like two guys holding the hands or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yet, I mean, that's what's so hard. Just like with the abortion argument, there's like, you know, it's so complex because you could say once you take away certain restrictions um, on let's let's say because what what's I might be able to say what I find different with the new pride from the old is that there's more about just sexuality yeah right and so it's I'm asexual I'm bisexual I'm pansexual I'm this sexual I'm furry I'm you know what I mean and then it gets into the kink stuff right you know what I mean and so uh, some restrictions of taboos have been lifted, right? And then maybe this is what naturally happens. And just as a philosophical um, game, could you talk to somebody who fully supports this stuff and could they say, what's wrong with pedophilia? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, um, if 
if all sexuality is okay, right, and it all should be celebrated even, then what argument could you have that where's that line? And then it's like, what, where does life begin? Where does child begin? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? You're going to have that conversation. Yeah. You know what I mean? And maybe we already have with like age of consent laws and stuff like that. But, you know, so I don't know. There's some weird thing like that going on too about, you know, that it's, ah, man. So, you, you know, these things are like, <laughs> I don't even like saying that shit. Yeah. They get, you know. Well, they're real. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, th- that's the the problem with in my opinion it's it's a level of corruption right so when you're you know it's weird because like back in the day you'd look at porn and it wasn't like so available like it is now you Mm. look at porn and it's kind of you know you got a magazine or somebody's got a video or or those kinds you of things. Yeah, know a guy. Yeah, but it right. wasn't like fucking the, the tree click, that the, the, you know? the magazine's buried next to you yeah. or whatever. <laughs> right. We used to have like our first. Yeah, we used to have our first fucking penthouse in a bush. Our role right? was just if you take one out, you put another one back in. <laughs> <laughs> but you know corruption has become <laughs> women must think that that is so bizarre that kids are like that <laughs> do what you gotta do I guess sorry go ahead <laughs> just saying we've made corruption so like available and then so um, like tolerable you, you know you even and, promoted like right. so tolerated that it's like and I'm a believer yeah. in corruption I just believe mm, that mm-hmm. There's levels of corruption before you start to get corrupt. Mm-hmm. But if you mm-hmm. don't, yeah. being too virtuous, I think, yeah. has its own you know, yeah. problems and limitations as well. Yeah, I think that's right. Another aspect of uh, wokeness or whatever, of the new thing moving around, is um, a belief that there's no such thing as sin. You know, that's like seen as a really... And even I had this thought in the past. That how could you say that... You know, and then even philosophically, philosophically, you'd be like, how could anything be wrong in and of itself? Right. And that is a part of it. Um, and you look at how many like atrocities, because I always used to use mm-hmm. this argument. Look at how many people died because of the church. Right. right? Horrific. Definitely. You definitely. Know? And, and, you, they, and you, you think that like all the murders, because of course, even you could make the argument that since religion was invented, every war yeah. was like in some respect religious. Yeah. And it probably... Yeah, has a huge, huge thing. Yeah. Um, But uh, when you know, so what happens maybe also is like, even if you take apart the sins, I think you could make an argument for them based on reason. Most of them, you know, you could say that. uh, I won't do that one yet. We've just been talking about the lust one. Uh, What's the sloth, sloth, laziness, you know, obviously, you know, I mean, I mean, do we even, you know, like, but you know, oh, I want to sleep in. You know, sometimes you hear kids, oh, I don't get to sleep in. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I mean, I maybe. maybe. people like all the yeah. time, oh, I'm just hanging out doing nothing. Right, right. I'm like, what? <laughs> you know, like, I'm just going to do right. nothing today. Or, like, yeah, and you could even say, like, in any moment where you're not doing what you should be doing, mm-hmm. you could call that laziness. Yeah. Or when you choose pleasure over responsibility, something like that. Yeah. Well, you could even right? say choosing the job that you know well versus the job you know you have to do. Mm. I mean, that could even be a laziness. Not you yeah. might The job that you know well might yeah. be something super physically hard, mm. but you know it well and you're being so lazy. So it's more comfortable. Of, yeah, yeah. So, so it's, it's the drive to totally. those places. And then you could say like gluttony is pretty obvious. Yeah. You know, like 
and you could apply it. I mean, you could just talk food. Right. And then if, you know, you want to, again, link it like I'm trying to do to the woke stuff, then you get the body positive stuff. Oh, there's nothing wrong right. with eating whatever you want. Yeah. It's even healthy. Well, there's studies they'll say that they're that, making it sexy now, right? Right, it right, is, right, right. That I don't know if chunky they're succeeding, but yeah. they're attempting but, to. Right. That chunky swimsuit <laughs> yep. model that, right. you know, Jordan Peterson made a comment about. Right. I mean, yeah. one, from a photo- have you seen it? Yeah. From a photography standpoint, they made her look as fat as possible because they shot her straight on mm. you know so you think it wasn't even flattering it wasn't even a flattering shot mm. to me it's mm. like it was meant to garner meant some level of criticism to, to show yeah. how the wow. white patriarchy male yeah. was fucking totally. you know forcing women to be a certain way because you could make a larger woman look sexy with curves mm-hmm. you know you turn right. to the side a little bit light it a little different and yeah. you get some curvature and it's like yeah. Okay, then you could maybe have an argument like, you know, big is beautiful because it creates beautiful shapes and, Mm -hmm. you know, sensuality and, you know, whatever, Mm -hmm. but it's done poorly. And, you know, there's this big push for, um, you know, big is beautiful. Bopo. So so I do think that that it's a... Bopo. (laughs) I do think it's a part of the ideology is this like belief that there should again there should be no limitations yeah. even physical biological limitations but also that there's no such thing as wrong that relativistic thing that says that oh that's your truth everybody has their truth you know what i mean yeah. um but just where that goes just leads to things that don't make sense well then you can you justify know? everything that you yeah. do. exactly that's, that's just my, that's truth. Just my opinion yeah. you know what i mean that's you know, like I get that from like the kids sometimes yeah. and I'll be like, well, this is a good way to be. Oh, that's just your opinion. Well, then, you know what I mean, and yeah. then oh, well, you have a fucking child's opinion. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like maybe I could at least respect an adult's opinion about what's, you know what I mean? But like, you know, things like that. Um, so what could be uh, affecting the human, like human development at this point, if that is, you know, like an immature viewpoint then what is affecting human development? Lack of discipline. <laughs> I think. Well, because it, for a kid, that's where it's at. I mean... It's the, a pretty big factor. Yeah. I mean, it's all everybody's on screens now. Do whatever you want. Watch whatever you want. Right. You get to make all the decisions. But look how know. easy... And again, we talk about that classroom of kids, 30 kids. If we can get them to comply and do whatever we say, it's going to fucking function. It's going to function for us, right? Um a lot of those kids would be contained. I wouldn't, though, and, and that's what I would want. I would want that kind of a class because fucking kids are rough just dealing with a lot of kids. But I would attach to the outliers. Those would be my people. Those would be the ones, oh, I'm going to give them special time. But everybody can't be an outlier because then it's just fucking chaos, right? So you got to have the, you know, people complying and and getting in line i think the problem is that we mistake like and i know my um family had done this you you know extended parts of my family mistook discipline for um like uh being Being uh, like mean or oppressive yeah being oppressive for oppressiveness and it's like that's not really the case. It, it can mm-hmm. certainly cross those lines right. where you're too disciplined. Yeah. But 
enough discipline with a kid, this is my opinion, to still allow them to be a kid and be adventurous creates more opportunities to have those kids who are going to yep. be outliers. Majority, I think, are going to be the, the proverbial blue, white, and blue belts. So I think most people are going to be, and most people need to be there. You still want a large portion of purple belts, right? But there's going to be only a few brown belts, and then there's going to be fewer black belts. And I think in society, you look at that, and you know you equate that to levels of life success, and certainly that can be determined different from person to person, but you'll still see generalities within people who are financially successful and not overworked. You know what I'm saying? You're going to see some similarities in, in that person who really enjoys what they do versus the person who's worked themselves, you know, in a box or worked themselves to death to make, you know, X. So um, I just think that we're putting too powerful of tools in kids' hands that the ones that might float out and be those anomalies are getting sucked back in because that tool is way more powerful than that youth ability to be that anomaly. And so what you'll have is then fewer and fewer who step out of line, you, you know, and then ultimately I think that's where you can really gain, you know, a control. And it seems like it's sure working that way, coincidentally or intentionally, it's going that way, right? Because the more femme you make fucking boys, it's just the fact, the less, you know, rebellious they're going to be. It's just a fucking fact, right? I mean, women are more agreeable than men in many cases, right? You could say oh, as a whole yeah. species, you know, yeah. but you make guys more agreeable and then you get them attached yeah. to a device and you start to change mm -hmm. and make them at a young age, mm. you know, you, like you question can, what yeah. reality is. And you add on Jesus. like um, how much people are now dependent upon technology and stuff like that. That yeah. is a part of weakness, right? It's like the more you use that, the less self-sufficient you are. Right. And so then the more dependent you are on the machine because the machine is this like right. technical apparatus or whatever. Yeah, and then you've yeah. got control. And I think, you know, I heard this from, I can't remember who was saying it on a podcast, and I think they were incorrect. Um, and they were saying that, like, the whole COVID thing is, you know, just a, a fluke of things happening because they would make way more money just doing certain things, right? And I don't think that that person is understanding that power is greater than money in a lot of regards. I mean, these senators, these longtime senators, they're millionaires, but they're not billionaires. Mm -hmm. But you look at Fauci, for instance, mm -hmm. but he controls billionaires. Mm -hmm. He might not be a billionaire yeah. himself yeah. in the actual like monetary regard, mm -hmm. but he's got way more control over billionaires and what billionaires are gonna do mm -hmm. and what big companies, billion dollar companies are going to do than, you know, pretty yeah. much anyone else. And so when you look at that idea of power, again, you want compliance. Yeah. It, it, I'm in a weird place with that because, it, you know, like I think that more people should be exposed to living the life that they want to live, you know, not going to work nine to five, driving 
fucking through rush hour traffic coming home, but most people have to do it. Mm-hmm. You, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to do it. Right. You, you know, I don't want to live like that. But most people, to keep the machine going, have to live like that. So, um, you know, yeah. I don't know. I've heard people say that they enjoy it. I, I think so, too. Some of them do. I, I think... Because there's security in there, right? Yeah. You know, there, there's a lot of benefits to, you know, the person who puts themselves into the control of government or things like that, right? Especially in the United States. You would survive. You wouldn't be necessarily starving, uh, at least not now. But you lose what America was about, and that was autonomy. You know, I think out of any, you know cultural experiment that's ever existed that that's what America was about and we realize that the majority aren't going to reach that position doesn't matter it's the opportunity for those that can push through and reach it you know but once that is taken away from them you know now I think you've got tyranny and I think that that's the problem that people want though is equity right they, they want um, you know quality of outcome hmm. this idea that we should you know you should get to the same place that I get to and if I don't get to where you're at it's because the world treated me unfair you know I mean yep. it's fucking unfair right yep. just is the way it is true that what do you guys think <laughs> no, on that note. On that note. Don't forget to follow us.